0: Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Pitt with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have today? We
1: have John Schneider here with us today. You may remember him as Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazzard. And we're going to talk about his new film, Poker
0: Run. And we're excited to have you on. Welcome to the show. Thank Thank you.
2: It's great to to be here. Great, (laughs) great, great to be here.
0: You know, and I, I, we,
2: by the way, I'm in a car. I'm in a cool car. I'm in a, in a uh, 1999 uh, Porsche 911 SC convertible oh,
1: wow. in a parking wow. lot
2: in a parking lot yeah. in uh, just outside of Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
0: Oh, and you was telling cool. us a little story beforehand. Tell us that about the car
2: thing. Well, the car and poker run. See, I was uh, I, when they were filming Smokey and the Bandit, I was 16 years old and I. I skipped school and I snuck on the set and I wound up in on the movie, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, Had a lot of, uh, I still have a lot of gumption, you know, and a lot of, uh, uh, I'm just going to do it, whatever it is, I'm going for it. So, I wanted that Trans Am so bad, and never got it. Never got a Trans Am, and then, of course, two years later, uh, was driving. What uh, at that point was the second most famous car in the world. And now I think the most famous car in the world, which, of course, is the General Lee, the 69 Dodge Charger. Mm -hmm. Well, when we did stand on it, it's a tribute to Smokey and the Bandit. So I wanted to do a Bandit-like car, but I'm a Mopar guy. (laughs) So, uh, right. So I had a dilemma. So my friends and I built a and my father-in-law and I built a triple black uh, T-top Hellcat Challenger, with oh, wow. gold pinstripes and a and a brand newly designed bird. It's actually a phoenix rising, with a uh, rebel flag in one talon, an American flag in the other, and a olive branch in the mouth, and a little O one, representing oh, the General wow. Lee. Yes, in the eye, right? Oh, love that. So now i I feel like um, it's it's much better than even having my own Smoking the Bandit Trans Am I designed a brand new supercar for movies. And you can see it not only in stand on it, but it's also the car that I drive in Poker Run. So uh, I'm very, very proud of that. The uh, the 16-year-old in me is very excited about that.
0: And Poker Run seems like the mix of the Dukes of Hazzard
2: meets Smoking a Bandit. Yes,
1: we saw the trailer. It looked yeah. amazing.
2: Yep. it's uh, It's what we call Southern Horsepower Comedy and uh for yes. some reason in the last 30 years nobody has made that kind of uh those kind of films and when i was a kid they were uh, they were king yes you know Smokey and mm-hmm. the bandit white line fever uh convoy uh-huh. gator.
1: yes
2: we actually oh. do a little bit of a nod to uh to gator uh-huh. in, uh, oh, wow. in, in poker run because we have a, a whole uh part of our it's a uh, when we play poker, we, we get our first two cards and then we race to another location for the flop. Oh, okay. Then we race to another location for the turn and then another location for the river. And during that uh, during that one hand of cards, it's one hand of, of hold them for two and a half million dollars. Oh, wow. Um, we go in on the dirt roads. We go on the gravel roads. We go on a dirt track. We go in boats through the bayou and swamps of Louisiana. So it's a, it's a very exciting movie. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a much bigger movie than Stand On It was. Oh,
0: wow. And uh,
2: it's, it's actually been selling like three to one to what Stand On It did a year ago. So we're wow. extremely excited. We've not only hit a home run, I think we hit a grand slam with this one.
0: And, you know, you were saying that they don't make movies like this anymore. And, you know, I think it would help if they did, because, you know, back in the day, you had all kinds of trucker movies that really spotlighted the trucker.
1: Yeah. And you didn't, oh, yeah. have,
0: tr- and you didn't have trucker shortages back then. Right now we have That's trucker true. shortages. I think that if more movies like this would come out, it might actually influence some people again to say, you know what? I want to be a trucker.
1: Yeah.
2: I think that that could be. Yeah. And, you know, we have uh, we travel on the road a lot. Um, there's a lot of trucks out there, but sadly, there's a whole lot of goods that are sitting in uh, sitting on the dock or sitting out on
1: right. barges
2: in the water that uh, that people won't release. So uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a weird time we're living in right now. But um, it is. we did a, a great album. I, I think it's a great album. The best music I've ever done uh, <laughs> was in our, our last album called Truck On. Oh well, and Truck On celebrates. uh, It's a bunch of music from Stand on it, but it celebrates our truck drivers out there uh, and makes sure that they know we appreciate, we're aware of what they do, and we appreciate Mm -hmm. what they do. And uh, we know that there'd be nothing on any shelves anywhere if it weren't for our truckers. So Mm -hmm. true.
1: They keep
0: everything running. Yeah, without them, you know, we would. You know, again, there'd be no Christmas. There'd be
2: no holidays. You know, without uh, there's a great song. Without truckers, there'd be no Christmas. (laughs)
1: I <laughs> oh, love that. That should be a song.
2: Santa, Santa has a CDL. Yeah, uh, there, you
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: Santa has a CDL. I like that. I
1: like that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Huh?
0: <clears throat> so let's go back a little bit. Um, how did the Dukes of Hazard start? I mean,
2: we really- Hell, I don't know. Through. I was cast in it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us Actually, about I do that. Know. Yeah, I, I I do know how
1: you got the part.
2: I do Dukes of Hazard. It came from a movie called Moonrunners.
1: Oh, okay, that
2: was uh, uh, created by, uh, written and directed, I think directed mm-hmm. by Guy Waldron, uh, who created Dukes of Hazard. Uh, we had, they had Uncle Jesse, they had Bo and Luke, they had Dynamite Arrows. It was a bit more um, uh, Southern Gothic,
1: okay. kind of,
2: kind yes. of like uh, there was a, a movie that people, uh, I think people are aware of. There's a movie called Ode to Billy Joe. Uh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. Uh the day of the village on oh, McAllister jumped off the tail of hatchy. Oh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> that was the song that inspired that movie. And uh, Max Bear, who played Jethro on uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, actually directed that.
1: Oh wow. Uh,
2: Max Bear mm-hmm. Jr. is Jethro. Max Bear okay. Sr. was one of the greatest boxers of all time. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> there was a there was a period of time in the mid-70s where movies like Ode to Billy Joe uh uh Buster and Billy there was kind of a southern Gothic uh element to to a bunch of films um right around the time Clint Eastwood was making the beguiled okay yeah. very odd very dark sort of a southern Gothic Civil War piece well guy Waldron then went on after that to create uh he that rumor has it or legend has it he was uh somewhere at an airport and he saw someone with a bag that said hazard high
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they were from hazard Kentucky. So he, mm-hmm. he had the notion of, well, why don't I re redesign moon runners for television and call it the, the Duke family, the Dukes of hazard
1: <laughs> Dukes
2: who lived in hazard. Yeah. Kind of entendre with regard to our being, uh, you know, in trouble all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the auditions, they they auditioned people in New York and in, in Dallas and in Los Angeles and Atlanta. And I was in Atlanta at the time. And the week I auditioned for Dukes, I also auditioned to uh, to replace John Travolta in Welcome Back Cotter. Huh. <laughs> and for uh, a movie with Robert Duvall called The Great Santini. But I got the Dukes, which is great, and it is true. I did walk in with a <coughs> pack of beer. Uh, yeah. I drink a beer on the on the couch in the waiting room, and I offered a beer to the uh, to the gal the yeah. assistant was behind the desk, and she refused, of course. So I drank two. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was um, really a holdover from whatever gave me the nerve to talk myself onto the Smoky and the Bandit set gave me the nerve to show up at this audition with a six pack of beer oh, and wow. I i got the part it took about five and a half six weeks for me to actually get the part mm-hmm. uh, was not an immediate thing went for the first audition went for the callback and then got the dream of a lifetime which was uh they sent me a first class round trip ticket to Los Angeles so I could screen test for this show called the Dukes of Hazzard
0: Wow, wow. So, yep. so so when you auditioned for this and you got the part, did you ever imagine that it would be as big as it became?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no sense in having a small dream. Right. So what I have a, I've always had large dreams and with regard to Dukes, at that time Smokey and the Bandit had changed the world. I mean, everybody had a CB. Everybody had a, a keep on trucking shirt. Everybody knew who the bandit was. So um, there was there was no doubt in my mind that this thing called the Dukes of Hazzard, uh wouldn't be the, the greatest show ever on television. Now, of course, I was 18 and I had no I had no barometer, really. Yeah, You weren't jaded yet. Yeah. I'm still not jaded. Thank <laughs> you very much. I That's love a good that. thing.
0: Yes. i
1: uh,
2: uh, that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. People
0: think so, I dream too big sometimes, but yet yes. here I am talking to you.
2: Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the problem with having a small dream or a small goal is you might reach it.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so true.
1: You know, <laughs> I remember the old saying
0: why of, not you know, go for the big one? You know, that, that shoot for the moon because even if you miss, you'll land
2: among the stars. There you go. There you go. And I think you got to have a big dream. So I have a big dream. That's why I mean, my dream my whole life has been to uh, to do what we're doing now. Finally, at 61 years old, Uh, uh, I'm married to a woman I love more than my next breath. Uh, We have a a very similar goal with regard to creating our own content, our own movies, our own music mm -hmm. and distributing our own movies and our own music. This is exactly what I thought I was going to be doing at eight years old. Um wow. it just took a while. Yeah. But that's okay. It's all right for it to take a while. Uh it should take a while. Cuz right. now I mean I have a between the two of us we have a uh, we have a very important skill set. Mm-hmm. And one of the mm-hmm. best biggest most important skills that Alicia and I both have is we both know what not to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: It's important
2: to know what doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Cause we've you'll been married a whole lot years of time now. worrying about things yeah. that don't matter. And, uh, you'd be kind of like a, a wonderful old Billy Joel song running on ice. That's what yeah. you'll be doing. You'll gain no traction. You'll get nothing done. You won't get any closer to your dream. In fact, you might actually slip a little further away.
0: Yeah. Cause like they say, misery loves company.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. uh, you know, people love, love to, to drag you along with their failure. And it's and it's crazy
0: because you know you have this big dream and you know you know people always say, I've I've had so many people say I shouldn't say as much as I say on Facebook. I'm like, well, I don't know who's watching I don't care about the haters. There might be a connection out there that sees something I say and helps me connect to that person.
2: Absolutely, <clears throat> yeah. That's what social media is supposed to be. Connection, yeah. right? And you have to wake up every morning, and this is important. You've got to expect great things. Mm -hmm. every day Mm
1: -hmm. each day because i i
2: know if you expect bad things every day guess what you'll get them you have to expect (laughs) expect great things every day prepare for opportunity expect opportunity and then be ready to seize it when you recognize it
0: yeah because the worst thing that you can do is do nothing and then opportunity comes and you're not prepared you know it's better to be over prepared for when so that when the opportunity comes you can run with it
2: absolutely absolutely like but you have to be show. able to recognize it
0: like with yeah. our show you know we've done you know you know we launched this show january of 2020 and we're already at almost 500 interviews
2: oh that's great that's great <laughs> fantastic
0: yeah well we had to do something you know covid happens shuts everything down stuck at home we' st- everybody's stuck at home and we're and we're just like you know what we can't change it, so let's just run with it and make do and make the, the best situation. of the show. And because yeah. of that,
2: we've done so many interviews now. We made uh, we made two movies and three albums in twenty between twenty 2020 twenty and
0: twenty twenty one. Wow! You
2: can't shut us down. They don't have the right to shut us down. By the way, right? <laughs> you know, they, there is no there is no stipulation in the Constitution of the United States where it says the government may on a Wednesday claim you are essential or not hmm. There is no such thing. Yeah. And, uh, and we must not ever let them get away with that again. And it is up to us.
0: What's funny, it was deja vu almost. I seen something in the background and I was like, because remember I told you beforehand oh, a, a yes, person got a kicked story. out of a parking lot.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, no artist we talked to a few months ago. I remember that.
0: That's crazy. crazy. So as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to build that longevity, build that career within entertainment. I always want to talk about that because because I think a lot of people think, oh, if I got a talent, I'll make it. And that's only a small piece of making it within entertainment. So let talk talk about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where
2: you are today. You know, I don't remember them. <laughs> I, um, uh, I'm tenacious. Uh, but remember, my goal, my goal has been to be the uh the matter of my own destiny yeah to build my own sandbox to have my own studio to to be able to tell my stories and now my my bride and i's stories the way we want to tell them with whom we want to tell them and distribute them the way we want
1: yeah exactly now if
2: during the during the period of time where where uh I was beholden to other people. You know, I've had many, 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 many more times I auditioned for something and didn't get it than I got it. And, you know, so you have to have you have to have thick skin for that. But that's now been a while. Um, And it's it's not because it was given to me. It's because I took it. Mm-hmm. i I have believed since I was eight years old that I was designed to tell stories a very oh, specific wow. way. Uh-huh. And those times when when I saw eye to eye with the people who hired me, we got along great. But those times when we didn't see eye to eye, I was mm-hmm. that pain in the neck actor. <laughs> It said, oh, no, no, Jonathan Kent wouldn't do it this way. Mm. You know, I I was a producer's biggest dream because those shows are very successful. But I was also Mm -hmm. their biggest nightmare because (laughs) I was one of those guys that felt I knew more about the character than they did.
1: Mm. Wow. Because
2: you were the one playing it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I played the character, you know. Yeah. and I'm the one that people come up to and they talk, you know, they you show hear me the story talk to me about yeah. about the impact the characters had. Mm-hmm. So they don't do that to the writer or creator of the show. No. Um, so. So th- there were struggles, but struggles are like. Uh, you've got to lift heavier and heavier weight at the gym or you're not going to get any stronger. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So you've
2: got to look at struggles and you've got to look at opposition as being a sign that you're onto something. You're on the right track. Uh, my wife is going to get in the car here. She may, we may actually have to drive. Is that going to bother you? Oh,
0: no. That's
1: not a problem at
2: all. <coughs> so, okay. So I'll just speak up. So Leprechaun
0: asked, um, how many, um, times did you mess up going all, over the hood? Oh, the hood. The slide. What? Yeah. How, you know, one of our listeners or, was asking, them um, how many times did you mess up going over the hood, the hood slide?
2: No, I messed up a time or two. I'm sure I, uh, <laughs> I'm sure a time or two I would, uh, I'd slip off the side. You know, the issue with that is not, the issue with that is going too far.
1: <laughs> so Ooh, we would uh, be
2: able to stop. Forgive man. me for moving around here. We would, um we would put lemon pledge on the car.
1: Oh, okay
2: little more slippery
0: oh
1: wow wow
2: so of course in those days now nobody wears tight jeans like that anymore <laughs> but in, in those days the, the jeans were the jeans were slippery they probably had uh had fabric softener all throughout them and mm-hmm. had wax on the front of the car so it was uh it was a a chore to stop before you slipped off the other side and hit the pavement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow,
2: and uh, and I I did that once or twice, but um,
0: after a couple of times, you learn.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, you just don't you don't go quite so fast. But I've seen a little uh, githy or jiff or whatever in the world they call that mm-hmm. that I'd forgotten. I actually jumped over, slid over the roof of the car, <laughs> oh, and oh, uh, cool. I did that out of out of desperation. We were running away from Roscoe, and yeah. I somehow. Bo, John just felt that the best way to get over the car was to go over the roof and I did. And I'm still the only person to ever do that. Oh, that but in so all dumb. in all fairness to Tom Wopat, Tom Wopat was the first one that jumped over the car and slid over oh, the Oh, wow. Way. Okay.
0: Now, did you ever, did you have Leadway in the Dukes of Hazzard where- I,
2: or... I can't hear a thing. I'm sorry, hold on one second. Okay. We're pulling oh, over. Sure. I can't hear you. <laughs> and in the shade would be wonderful. There we go, okay. okay.
0: So that. <laughs> so did you had lead, lead way in the Dukes of Hazard where if a scene was one way that you would change it
2: well we would change it occasionally just because um out, out of expedience sake um there was really never uh, uh, we would change dialogue and things i mean they 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 had a tendency to write really hokey hokey redneck dialogue <laughs> Uh, yeah. And honestly, one of the big differences between Coy and Vance and Bo and Luke is that Tom and John were so comfortable just in our own skin that we would mm. say the dialogue however we wanted. And Coy and Vance would say the dialogue as written.
1: Okay. So that's
2: why yeah. that's why, I mean, they would say things like, gee, golly, I don't know, cuz. Yes, we, that. That. Mm-hmm. we would never, ever say that. So uh, but of course, you know, they were they were. Uh, They came into a brand new circumstance for them and they didn't know they had leeway to make it their own Um, right yeah
0: yeah because i think that's important you know on shows especially shows that go on for a long time Mm -hmm. is eventually the actor becomes the part so much that the actor kind of needs to give some have some leeway because, like you said, you knew what what the audience was saying. You you knew what the impact was saying. So you knew yeah. that part better than well, the writer.
2: Yeah, we know. We know at some point in a series, especially not so mm-hmm. much in a movie, but in a series. Yeah, yeah. We know. Uh, we know when a character has crossed the line. When when something is written or something is, you're supposed to do something that that character just wouldn't do. Right. So we are far more aware of that because, you know, like we just said, people talk to us about Bo or Jonathan Kent or Jim Cryer or whoever it is that that uh, we play. Now, Duke Marietta. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, it you have to be, again, you have to be tenacious in order to take those reins into your own hands uh, because it will make you fairly unpopular. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Until the
2: ratings come out and then they'll go, oh, that was my idea.
0: <laughs> you know, that's like many artists talk about. You know, like I remember Luke Combs posted a few years ago thanking all the executives that told him his songs would never be a hit after six number one songs.
2: Right. Yeah. And, well, and you know, these are, these are, are, are uh, tragically, it's, it's normally, I call them non creatives. Non creatives mm-hmm. are the ones who are in charge of the. Coffers, you know, they're the ones that spend yeah. the money for the label. It's why I don't want to have anything to do with a label. It's why we mm-hmm. don't want to have anything to do with a a uh, uh, standard distribution uh, arm of anybody. It's why mm-hmm. we don't have anything to do with a the studio. Uh, these are our mistakes or victories to make, yeah, and mm-hmm. we're making them. And right now, <laughs> we've uh, we have a victory. Uh, in this series of movies, starting with Christmas Cars, yeah. then To Stand On It, and now Poker Run. These are these are movies no one in Hollywood would ever make. Yes, I have the rebel flag. I have the rebel flag on the front of my car. And I'm not taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it your own way. We love uh, that. I had a song two years ago, and I have a book called mm-hmm. My Life My Way.
0: Oh, wow. And, wow. Uh, I love that. love that.
2: And it's not, you know, it's I hope it doesn't come off as arrogance because it's It's just it's 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 our dream. Alicia's right there. It's our dream. And we don't we don't invite other people's um, perspective Mm -hmm. enforced anyway. I mean, of course, we ask we do these movies. We ask everybody's opinion, but uh, we take it into under consideration and then we apply it or not.
0: Yeah, um, I love that. I love that because it reminds me of, um, we were up in, her parents live in Kentucky. And, yeah, I'm from and Eastern she's Kentucky. She's from Eastern Kentucky. So I knew where Hazard Kentucky was. And, it, you oh, were good. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. And we were visiting her dad's it. grave um, a few years ago yeah. and I was walking around the gravesite, and I seen this two plots, it was a married couple. And I and it said on the plot, we did it our way. And I told, I said, Sandy, look, there's a couple That's like us. us. <laughs> That's we, great. We get it. That's we're the right. same. Because because we've been a twenty four seven couple since the day we married nineteen years yes. ago, and everybody has called us crazy for that. But yet, here we
2: are. Well, good. Yeah, we're we're the same. We're the same. Uh, I'm going to answer that question there. Hey, um, I wound up in Alicia's car, and she's got to go be somewhere. Yes, I do have a General Lee. In fact, my uh, I, I took some wonderful people for a ride in it yesterday. Gosh. Uh and we went to lunch and it was quite wonderful. We do a uh, we have a ride with Bo on the, at John Schneider Studios. So uh we do that. I had a great time with them. And uh I I have that car and I have a uh I have a Crown Vic lookalike generally that we use for stunts when we have to run it under a tree or something. We use yeah. that <laughs> car, not the nice one.
0: <laughs> now, oh, as you know, cool. a lot of people they see you as as the front man, the actor, but they don't see the teams behind you. In our opinion, the teams never get the love they They deserve. So take a few moments to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are.
2: Well, we've got a whole group of people. This time of year, we call them the elves. (laughs) (laughs) uh, We've had about uh, maybe 5,000 orders in the last three days.
0: Wow. wow.
2: That's a lot of orders to fulfill. That's a lot. So we have a a group of people right now that are sitting at John Schneider studios at a 24 foot dinner table, putting poker run DVDs into envelopes to ship out. Wow. Um, And they're, they're fantastic. Now on the road, we've got a a fantastic band called the stars and bars band. Uh, We travel all the time. We've got Cody McCarver who we travel with as well. And uh, and he's in, he plays Frosty in uh, Poker Run and Stand On It. We've got Keith Burns that meets up with us most of the time out on the road. He's oh, wow. in Poker oh. Run and Stand On It. Oh, very cool. We have our race cars, uh, Topper and Katie, who make sure our race cars are running and, and make sure they get to where they need to be because we race dirt track. Mm-hmm. We've got Flipper who drives the bus that the band is on. We've got Jason who drives the tractor trailer that pulls the stage. Got a lot of people. We've got Jeff who, who builds everything at the studio. We've got Makes my father-in-law, Mr. Mike, who does a whole lot of stuff. Uh, my mother-in-law, Miss Linda, who does a whole lot of stuff in the studio. On and on. We've got a, We've got about 30 people that are working for us right now as I'm sitting here in the shade. Wow! In a car, funky <laughs> hair. We've got a bunch of people who work for us. With you
0: us. know, you know. Speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, or nine-year-old that we Christopher. have, Christopher. Christopher, <laughs> we allowed to come on and ask a few questions. Yes, Sandy's going to get I'll him real And I we got have, a two.
2: I have an appointment. Okay, we have going to. Uh, uh, I'd love to do that. We're going to have to drive because Alicia oh, yeah. is going to okay. be late for her appointment. Already now. Yeah, okay. She's already late for her appointment. You <laughs> um, can't have that. No. So I'm going to turn it up as loud as I can. So you're going to see my ear a little bit folks. And I apologize for that, but that's how it's going to be.
0: And I can, you know, so tell, you know,
2: tell Hopefully us. Hopefully, I cleaned my ears this morning.
0: <laughs> now, yeah. Now you give back a lot. So tell us about the flooding of Nashville and what you did there.
2: Waverly, uh, Waverly, it was Waverly um, yeah. outside of Nashville where, um, Loretta lens. I
0: meant to say middle Tennessee. <laughs>
2: so we were in, uh, we were in Tennessee in Sparta, Tennessee, actually gathering supplies and different things for the folks there in Waverly when hurricane Ida came right over our studio in Louisiana. So we had to, we had to come back, even though people were collecting all kinds of goods and things for the folks in Waverly, we had to come back and make sure our house and studio didn't disappear, wow. because uh, Ida was a Cat 4 hurricane that yeah. came right over the studio. And when I say studio, it's not a it's not a music studio. It's not a building. It's 150 acres of film studio. Oh wow! So we had tremendous destruction um, to the point where our our store, which is Miss Shirley's, named after my mom. Um, we are in the process right now, Jeff, who I talked about a little while ago and Mr. Mike are, uh, rebuilding the pad where we're going to be putting, um, not a new building, but putting sheds because we're also in the shed business, <laughs> <laughs> putting sheds up to make a new Miss Shirley's. Wow. Hey buddy, how are you? Uh, I'm the great all started. So what's your favorite food? Say so that what's again? your
0: favorite food?
2: What is my favorite food? I like gumbo. We live in Louisiana. I'm from New York, but I'm I'm a convert. I love uh, I love gumbo. What's in gumbo, baby? Um, A roux and it depends if you're doing chicken or seafood. There's a roux and sometimes there's chicken, sometimes there's seafood. My father in law tried to get me. uh, He made squirrel a couple of weeks ago. I had squirrel for the first time. Oh, wow. And it was uh, it was pretty good, but it's it's not like chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's yours? Mine is pizza.
2: Pizza, of course. It's <laughs> either going to be pizza, uh, French fries, or macaroni <laughs> and cheese, right? Yeah, yeah like all he loves all French those staples. Yeah, French staples. <laughs>
0: Next, all right. What's your favorite TV show?
2: What's my favorite TV show? Yeah. The Dukes yeah. of Hazzard. <laughs> without question, without question, I, I believe Dukes of Hazard will, uh, long after I'm gone, the Dukes of Hazard, uh, like the Andy Griffith Show has done for uh, for Andy Griffith, uh, I think Dukes of Hazard will be remembered as one of the greatest television shows of all time. I really yeah. do.
0: I think so we too. We agree. What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob.
2: SpongeBob is pretty good too. Who lives in a pineapple Hoola. under the sea? SpongeBob's <laughs> playing me. There you go. Yeah. There you go. My favorite episode of SpongeBob is when uh, SpongeBob and Patrick were playing in the box and you could hear the planes and hear all the great stuff that was going. And then oh, yeah. Squidward bought the box and yeah. it didn't work for him. Because yes. you have to have imagination.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I'm remember re- that one.
2: That was a great one. Very great, yeah. great one. Yes. So when
1: so what's a fair movie
2: my favorite movie i'm going to be self-serving here my favorite movie right now no kidding is the movie we just put out called poker run it's fun it. it's got yeah. cars it's got dirt mm-hmm. it's got a great barroom fist fight huh. and uh it's kind of like a western with cars and i'm a big yeah. western yeah. fan so i i urge you to check out poker run. yeah
0: Huh. You will, right? Yes I will. What's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. It's a what? The Minions movie.
2: Minions. Oh, the Minions movie, really? Yes. Cool. I've yeah. not seen the Minions movie, so I can't uh I can't yeah. speak on that.
0: <laughs> Love that. All right. So bye. <laughs> but he's, hey it he was great bye. talking
2: to you, my friend. <laughs>
0: yes. Um <laughs> yes. All right. he, he hey, loved...
2: I'm- I'm having such difficulty hearing. Here, ask, ask me another question. I'm sorry there, Chris. We'll, we'll pull
0: the mic up a little closer now. Yeah, we'll get the
1: mic a little closer. Hopefully okay. that helps them. All right. What are some sources of inspiration for you?
2: Oh, gosh. I just pay attention. So uh, people, people at dirt tracks, people... Uh, People in shopping malls, just people in general, uh, inspire me. I will. Uh, I pay attention. I don't people watch, but I pay attention. So I, I uh, when people are talking to me, which is why it's so frustrating not be able to hear all that well. Um, I pay attention. So I am inspired by folks. I'm inspired by my, my wife and her tenacity that's equal to mine um every day uh we work from the time we get up in the morning at about six o'clock although she gets up earlier uh the last interview i did last night uh started wow so that's what inspires me
1: wow awesome And what would you like your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered
2: for? I'd like to be known as uh, somebody who, how can I put this? I'd like for people to say, John Schneider made me better.
1: Oh, love that.
2: Yeah. I'd love for them to yeah. say he made me laugh, he made me smile, but I'd really like them to say he made me better. Oh, that's great.
1: And if you could say anything to your fans out there, what would you want to tell them?
2: I would say to my fans out there that um, I am so appreciative for you sticking it, sticking with me all these years. Um, I appreciate your showing up at concerts and showing up at the movies I really appreciate also your, your, uh, reviews and comments about the, the things, the music that we're doing, the movies that we're making. Um, and I've never lost sight of the fact that I work for you really. It's not the other way around. A, a lot of, a lot of actor types seem to think the audience is there for them. They don't realize they're there yeah. for the audience. Yeah. So I am forever in your debt for, for, uh, hanging in there with me all these years and uh not going anywhere there's a whole lot more years to come so uh hang on and here we go
0: love that so as we come to a close what advice would you give that next rising star out there who wants to follow in your footsteps
2: well the best advice i can give to people is um go for it go for it with everything you've got whether it means climbing over a wall to, to be on the set of a movie or um, bringing a six pack of beer or Mountain Dew or something into <laughs> an audition, just go for it. You've yeah. got one life and you've got one career. So don't ever let someone else's limitations limit your dream. Um, go for it with everything you've got every minute of every day and you will at the very least, you will have a blast chasing your dream. At the very best, you'll reach it.
0: You know that's what we're doing here with the show. You know, again, we we live, breathe, and eat this show, and it's like we've done 500 interviews almost, and in, in 22 or 23 months almost, and we just, again, trying to grow and grow and grow and be, you know, giving it all. So we're just appreciative to have people like you that are willing to come on our show because it, it then helps us too.
2: Yes. Well, it's a pleasure folks and I, and continue to dream big. Big, big and bigger. Um and I'll see you next time. Watch Poker Run. I want you to watch Poker oh, Run. Oh, we
1: definitely will. We're excited. I, want you to watch it. And to I know it. I know
2: that you guys and girls love Dukes of Hazzard, so I want you to watch Poker Run and let me know yeah. what you think. But dream big and then dream bigger. All right? Yes. Thank love you for your that. I'm- with how we did this. Oh, no uh, problem. I'm John Schneider, and I will see you I don't know why they do this in Louisiana, but down the road.
0: Sounds good to us. Sounds great. You have a great day. Bye,
1: folks. Thanks for your patience. Bye-bye.
0: And you're welcome back anytime.
1: Yes.